right, you bitch. What's up, folks? It is your one and only favorite woman, Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect! Alright, man. I had to just start that over. But anyways, I'm about to just jump right into it. Like I always tell you, this ain't gonna be a long one. So... For homework, I had to write a four-page essay, 2,000 words minimum, uh, about sound, sound effects, diagenic sounds, diegetic sounds, non-diegetic sounds. Diegetic sounds is, say you're watching a movie, right? And then I get in the car, and then I'm like, damn. You know, we get in the car, and I'm like, shit, you trying to listen to the radio? And you're like, for sure. So I turn on the radio, and then next thing you know, we hear I got five on it coming out the radio. That is diagenic music. Non-diagenic music is, say we get in the car, and I'm like, hey, you trying to, you know, listen to the radio? For sure. So then when we get in the car and we drive off, the next thing you know, you hear I got five on it. Except for it doesn't sound like it's coming out the radio. It's just regular music that you hear. Anyways, I don't even feel like explaining it. The point is, I was watching Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I think that's what it's called. Or Last Kingdom, Lost Kingdom. What the fuck is it called? Fallen Kingdom. There we go. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And the movie opens up with a sack of fucking disappointment. The movie opens with a sack of disappointment. As in, so all of the, if you've seen Jurassic World, you know that all the dinosaurs and shit are all at this fucking like amusement park, like SeaWorld type thing. And, you know, that's just where where the fuck they're at. They're just on a remote island somewhere. Well, in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, this island is set to just be torn to shreds by uh, an erupting volcano. All of these fucking animals, all these fucking dinosaurs are on there. And there's this big fucking, you know, stink on the news about whether or not the government is going to intervene and save all of these creatures, all of these dinosaurs. They don't. They decide not to. So when that happens, Mr. Lockwood, the rich guy that kind of oversees all this shit now, decides, well, fuck it. I'm going to go rogue. I got all the money in the world. I'm going to save these niggas my damn self. I got an island that we can send them to. A remote island where they'll be safe. There will be no tourists, no humans, no poachers, no anything. Only free range and hella dinosaurs. Well, when they get 
well, let me fast forward a little bit. Let me, I mean, back back a little bit. Just a little bit. So, Mr. Lockwood finds Claire. If you've seen the movie, you know who I'm talking about. Claire meets with Mr. Lockwood and his assistant, his right-hand man, Eli. They go over this extravagant plan to get these fucking dinosaurs. They say they can save 11. They need 11. They can save 11 off top. But then he says, who we really need is Blue. Blue's the raptor. So Eli cons Claire into finding Owen so that Owen can find the raptor. So they get to the fucking island. They do all this. They're on their search and rescue mission of the dinosaurs. And then the next thing you know, the shit erupts. The volcano starts to erupt. But when the volcano starts to erupt, it's the same time that Claire and her team, along with Owen, realize that the people that they think they're there with to help get these dinosaurs and shit off the island safely are really like the bad guys. They're actually out this motherfucker, all kinds of rogue. So now they get all of the fucking animals. They get all the animals, all the all the dinosaurs. They get them onto the ship. Uh, it's pretty sad, you know, because they're shooting them. You know, the raptor gets shot, blue gets shot, you know. So that's a whole big fucking fuss and whatnot. So then they get to Lockwoods. And when they get to Lockwoods, everything starts to go to shit. Now they're trying to auction off the dinosaurs. Now Lockwood didn't know anything about this. It was all fucking Eli. Eli and then the Asian doctor. Doctor Who or Wu. Uh, everything goes to shit. And in the midst of everything going to shit, this chemical, uh, this chemical, this, I don't know what it is, this hazardous gas starts to leak into the area, the basement where all the dinosaurs are being held captive. And they're basically going to suffocate in there. They're basically going to suffocate. Um, I guess. So at one point, all these dinosaurs are in there and Claire is like, oh, the eight, the other, the other girl, the other girl, she's like, run downstairs. You need to see this. So when they get down there, what they see is all the gas and all the fucking dinosaurs in their fucking cages, you know, about to have a miserable death, actually a miserable fucking death. Claire decides she's going to let him out. She unlocks all the cages. And Owen is like, Claire, what are you doing? Like, do you really want to do this? This has been Owen's whole shit from the jump. When she first went to go see Owen, she asked Owen, what are you going to do? You're just going to sit here and just let them die? 
Owen with a straight face. Uh, yeah. I'm going to let him die. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Now she's all sad. So fast forward to this to this fucking hero, to this fucking heroic moment. Um she lets all the dinosaurs out the cage. Now they're all just roam they're not roaming around. They're all just out. But they have to get out though. There's one more door to release them. And her hand is over the button. And Owen says, Claire, if you do this, there is no turning back. There's no turning back. So then Claire goes, I can't let them die. Now I'm going to stop right there. Because if you've seen the movie, you know what happens next. Maisie, a.k.a. little wannabe Gretna, lets the fucking dinosaurs go. Now, she's a chap. She's clearly traumatized right now. Within the last 20 minutes of the movie, she has been officially traumatized. She discovered that she herself is not a real person. She... Uh, is she is actually Lockwood's daughter, and Lockwood was saying it was her granddaughter. But the nigga, once again, playing God, created someone. He created the daughter, so she's fake and this and that. But back to Claire, and when I'm watching this, I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, what the fuck, man? What is it about white women? That just, they just cannot help themselves. They forever feel the need to save the world. And they always feel like they can save the world. Why? What is it that just like, that's just this void? What is it that drives white women to be so passionate about any and fucking everything? Whether it's dogs, whether it's plastic straws whether it's plants whether it's vegan veganism what is it that just like makes them care so much about shit that shouldn't just be that high on the priority list about caring about i mean even think about barbecue barbecue becky that was just, again, another example of a white woman just just being overcome by the feeling of saving over the feeling of just playing her, just wanting to do her part in the world. White women refuse to walk this path of earth, leaving any stone unturned. Unless it had probably has something to do with black people. But then I got to thinking, and I'm pretty sure I've done an episode on this before. But then I got to thinking, well, it's because of the white man. You know, in 2019, this is like the first time I ever heard the word patriarchy. White women have been having to deal with the male, patri the male patriarchy or the male patriarch 
for so long, and I'm talking about the apex of patriarchy, the white man, this nigga, he fucking curated the whole system. So, like, they really been having to deal with this shit from the fucking source itself. Not a Mexican version, not a watered-down black version, you know, not a... Not a watered-down Asian version, but the white version. Like, the only thing that's probably, like, next to that is probably, like, a Muslim or, like, an Indian. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, like Middle, Middle Eastern niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really don't be giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like, what the fuck, man? So then I got to thinking, like, so then I really got to think, like, man, Maybe it's just because, like, all right, her husband, because then I got to thinking. And, and and just to, you know, just to make the theory kind of work a little bit, because, again, I don't know if any this is it's all bullshit. It's just a theory, you know, but just to kind of, like, give myself uh, give myself some a few points. You know, I had to move the goalpost a little bit from my argument. So I had to take it back to, okay, let's think about this male patriarch from the 80s and 90s. So in the 80s and 90s, that era of America, and definitely before, but even still, as far as I'm concerned, the 80s and 90s, the standard American dream was still basically suburbia, family, white picket fence. And especially the 80s and 90s, this is when the banks were going crazy. Uh, you know, Wall Street's going crazy. The Internet is just starting to boom off. So, like, I'm saying in the White household, I think it is safe to assume that the man was definitely the breadwinner. Uh, maybe the uh, and-all, be-all when it comes to providing. And... If the woman is not working or she's barely working, I was saying how it could be possible that the kids tend to favor the father more because maybe the father has displayed some, uh, displayed certain characteristics maybe just certain actions that doesn't necessarily show the mother much love you know maybe he's belittling her or maybe he's always cheating on her you know and she knows but she just doesn't do anything or whatever the case so i say all that to say that the kids may in turn grow to resent the mom because she's weak you know, they might not respect her. And that's really what it was coming down to. A lack of respect from the father, which could have trickled down to the kids. And it could have trickled down to the kids in both in both aspects. So it say it trickles down to the son. Well, it trickles down to the son because, well, the son just sees what his father is doing. And um, he's white, so he's already got a little sense of entitlement and shit like that. And then, like I was saying, um, the first thing black people like to do uh and, and just to give you a little backstory on this podcast i did like a whole fucking like 20 story rant 
actually probably more than that, uh, rant on IG about all of this. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm really I'm just bringing it to to um to the podcast. And again, because I am in a time crunch and I'm about to get off work in 30 minutes, and I literally have so much shit to catch up on in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's kind of why I'm just kind of breezing through. So if you hear me say like try to reference something that you kind of like what I'm just in my head, I'm just referencing to when I was speaking on this shit in my um in my Instagram. In my Instagram story. So, and, 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 and in my Instagram story, I was just saying, like, how the first thing black people like to, first thing we go to when we mock white people and, uh, and, and white households is the, the dynamic between the children and the parents. And it's normally us always saying how parents or, or white children just be talking to their parents crazy. Like, all the... Fuck you, mom. You're just a little slut, mom. I can do what the fuck I want, mom. You know, like, that's what we always go to when we try to mock white people, you know. And um, so that was the male perspective. That was the child. That was the man. Not the man, but the son. That was the son. You know, that's that was that's his version of, you know, watching his father and that trickling down to him. So he's losing respect for his mom a little bit. Still loves her and all that shit, but just, you know, bitch, like, you know, you're just mom, you know, like, whatever. But then it could possibly trickle down to uh, the daughter. Say the daughter is a feminist and she sees this shit. She does. She well, she's not going to respect mom. One, because mom doesn't work. Mom isn't doing a lot of work. She clearly sees that her dad is running the household. Uh, and if she's and and if it's on top of and if that is also on top of her seeing the fuck shit that the dad could be doing again, a little belittling, maybe nothing crazy. Look at it as little as you want, or take it to the extreme as you want. I didn't even look at it to the extreme. I took it as little shit, like belittling, maybe a little infidelity here and there. You know, maybe just you know. Little shit like that that could just set a, a a teenager off because really they're just immature and think they know everything and really don't know shit on how the fucking world works. And not saying that how they see the world or how the world is working in their eyes just because that's the norm it doesn't it doesn't make it right. But when you're a child, even just because you know something isn't right. Uh, how can I say this without, I'm going to say this even though it's going to, when I say it, it's going to sound totally wrong and stupid, but I promise you it's not necessarily how I mean it. Just because when you see some shit that's not right as a child doesn't necessarily mean that, or you see some shit is wrong, doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you to speak on or maybe right for you to emotionally react to. You know what I'm saying? Um... And that could be the sense of those children. You know what I'm saying? For, with the, the, the son, bro, like, you have no idea what the fuck your mom is doing. And you're wilding out on her just talking crazy because, you know, you see your dad doing this and that and whatever the fuck. The, the daughter, okay, she's wilding out because she does. she's lost respect for her mom because her mom is a feminist and or because she's a feminist and her mom doesn't work and all this and that shit, whatever the case may be. Like, it's, bitch, relax. Like, it's the world, and 
you got to think about where she came from and all this and that shit. Like, relax. Okay. I say all that to say. So now that the kids have possibly resented the mom, now the mom has nothing to care about. She still loves her her, her her children. She definitely still cares about them. But they're dicks, you know? Probably still loves her husband. But he's a fucking dick, you know? She she needs something to be passionate about. She doesn't work. She's bored as fuck. If she does work, is you know, but maybe she just doesn't feel like anything she's doing is a power move. She doesn't feel like anything she's doing really fucking counts. So white women have been going... There's just generations upon generations upon generations of white women that want to make something count. They want to feel like, like, think about the dynamic of a white woman that has everything, all the security in the world, all the everything. And her life is low key kind of just miserable because she's bored. And she just does the same shit all the time. And she just does what the husband wants and whatever the or whatever the case may be, you know, compared to a black woman. Um, and I was saying how like and I was saying in the pot on, on the story on how like maybe a black woman doesn't necessarily uh, the black community doesn't necessarily get hit with this patriarchy as much. Because perception would let you, perception would have it that most of our black men or or, or or in black households and black families are locked up. So the 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 mother is the the breadwinner. She she's the breadwinner. That's why you see black women talking about on Father's Day, nigga, let me get my gift too because I was your daddy and I was your mama. You know what I'm saying? How many white women do you hear saying that? They don't. Black women, they don't need to, they they not trip. They can't wait for somebody to take the load off of them. Every fucking thing black women do count. It has to count. If it doesn't count, then motherfuckers are late. You know what I'm saying? So for white women to come from such security because they deal, because in America, they've been dealing with white men. You could assume that they've been dealing with white men for majority of their lives. That's who they're having children with. That's who they're raised by. It's just a cycle of it's white families. You know what I'm saying? So they've been there's generations of this shit, right? Of just things being mundane and they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. They have so much energy. They don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. So they have to just they they'll do anything. So in this case, it was the dinosaurs. She wants to fucking save the goddamn dinosaurs. And and I'm just thinking, like, why, bro? What the fuck? Why could, what, what the fuck is up in Claire's head, this white woman, that she is so hell-bent on saving these goddamn dinosaurs? She said, I can't let... What do you mean you can't let them fucking die? I don't even know if I can count to a million. I don't even know if I can count to a million. I've a damn sure never seen a million of anything in my, in my life. I don't think I've ever seen a million of something in front of my own eyes. 
I do not think I've ever seen a million of anything in front of my own eyes. Dinosaurs have been around, not, not been around, they were around over a million years ago. And then the motherfuckers died. Then they brought them back. Then they were supposed to fucking die again because of the volcano. You save the goddamn dinosaurs. You play God again, and you save the goddamn dinosaurs. Well, I'd be fucking damned. When there's another chance for them to die, now again, it would have been a horrible death, but there was a chance for them to die. You say, I can't let them die. Now, let me give Claire some credit. Because in crunch time, she put the cover back over the button and she instantly cried because she was she made the decision to watch them die. Then the little wannabe fucking bitch Gretna This little wannabe bitch Gretna trying to save the fucking world as a kid again don't know shit you don't know shit you literally don't know shit you've never experienced anything you don't know what it's like for rent to be late you don't know a goddamn thing but you got the nerve to talk about somebody's fucking future my few bitch shut the fuck up you live in sweden Maisie saves the goddamn dinosaurs. And she says they're alive like me. Bitch, you should have been dead too. Because your little fake mama, that bitch died in what? Jurassic Park 1? Jurassic Park 2? She died way, but she, she died back in the park days. Not in the world days. So your granddaddy had no goddamn business doing what he was doing in the first goddamn place, neither. But they alive like you alive. So now what? Because, you know, they never made it to that island that they were supposed to be on with no humans, no tourists, no poachers, just free range and dinosaurs. No, they never made it there. Never made it there. They went to the Lockwood estate. So when she let them shits run fucking free, because the Tyrannosaurus Rex didn't know any better, he would have ate Eli's ass up too. And Eli, I mean, he would have ate Owen's ass up too. And Owen was the good guy. Owen actually had a rapport with fucking Blue. But you know what? That Tyrannosaurus Rex came from out of nowhere and ate fucking Eli. Eli was the bad guy. And you know what he did after he fucking ate Eli? He ran off into the woods in upstate New York. Y'all not going to think this through? Ain't nobody think that through? Like, what the fuck was the end goal, man? White people, white women, what is the end goal? What is the end goal for calling the police on people at a fucking, at a park for having a barbecue? 
What is the end goal for fucking calling the police on kids for selling candy and lemonade outside of places? What the fuck is the end goal, white women? What the fuck is the end goal? So now, so now there's a raptor, a fucking raptor that is smart as shit. They, the whole fucking movie, the whole plot line was to get this raptor because it was so fucking smart and so fucking unique that his blood and his DNA was needed to make the rest of this shit just keep fucking going. The fucking raptor probably can run like 50 miles per hour. It doesn't know the difference between me and a fucking deer. All it knows is I'm hungry and you let that shit loose in upstate New York. A raptor. A, a fucking brachiosaurus. That shit's like fucking 65 feet tall. What the fuck? Where, like, what? What's it supposed to do, man? It's tall as shit walking through the woods. It's not gonna get spotted. A Tyrannosaurus Rex, a Triceratops, a Pterodactyl. It's just out in America, roaming free in like 2016. They deserve. They deserve the bodies on their fucking head. Put the bodies on them. Claire deserves a body, uh, and the little girl deserves a body. Whoever them dinosaurs, off rip, they need 10 years. Because them dinosaurs going to kill somebody. Whoever up there in Albany, my nigga Nelly. My nigga Nelly could if he was still in Albany, he could be late. Motherfuckers out here in Syracuse could be late. And don't let the motherfuckers migrate like, I'm just saying, like, they going to die. It's a raptor. It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You want them to run free or do you want them to live? What's the point of fucking keeping them alive to live just to put them in, just to put them in captive? So what are you going to do? Put them in the state of, Mo of Montana? Put them in Texas? But, but just leave them there? Like, you can give them the whole state of Texas, but they can only stay in Texas. Well, ain't they still captive? Like, what, what was the end goal of letting the fucking dinosaur go? They're going to die as soon as they fucking see that raptor. They're killing it. The Army, the Air Force, is bombs over Baghdad. Come on. Warheads on foreheads. Them bitches is dying. Because you done let a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex just roam free in goddamn New York. Motherfuckers, hold up, hold up. Somebody calling me. Carol, hey, Don. Hey, Ronnie. Oh, no problem. No problem, no problem. And I was actually just about to send you an email. Um. Messing up last night, so I didn't get the I didn't get the clock in. For sure. Right. 
<laughs> all right, all right. All right, no problem. Have a good one. All right, I'm back. Actually, you know what? I'm done. Ain't nothing else I can say. My whole thing is, what the fuck was the end goal? Like, what? What you think these dinosaurs aren't gonna die? They gonna die. Somebody gonna kill them. I would hope so. Goddamn Tyrannosaurus Rex just making his way through fucking, you know, New Jersey. Now it's now it's gotten to Manhattan. What the fuck? Come on, come on, man. What if that dinosaur make his way to Manhattan? We just seen what Godzilla did. You remember Godzilla? The shit that came out in like 2000? Come on. Tow the city up. Think of mayhem. Think a T-Rex ain't going to do that? You think a raptor ain't going to do that? Especially when they start breeding? A whole family of fucking raptors? Ten deep? Come on, man. Y'all niggas was tripping, man. And again, and again, and again, and again. I need y'all to know. I would... I, I, I don't even want to say it because when you say it, that's when it really sounds like it, but I'm still going to say it. Y'all know I ain't racist. Yeah, I'm racist, but I ain't really racist, you know? I just be seeing shit that white people be doing that I just have to shake my head at, you know? I just got to shake my head at, but I ain't really racist. You know I still, you know I love white people, especially white women. I'm hard on y'all hoes. I'm hard on y'all, but I'm only hard on you because I love you. I'm only hard on you because I fuck with you. You know I fuck with you. You know I fuck with you. You know I can't wait to fuck on you. It's the only reason why I'm hard on you. Y'all bitches got to be better. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to learn how to play your position. It ain't nothing wrong with being number two. Everybody ain't got to be Beyonce. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just telling my nigga Dooney earlier. You know? Shit, nigga. I need 110 for the base. That's all I want to see. Six figures. Six figures. My nigga like, damn, that's all you want? That's easy. That's all I want. Will I take more? Yes. I'm not going to turn it down. If you're going to give it to me, I ain't going to turn it down. But I don't need anything more. I don't need anything more. Because all I need to do was hear it one time. I heard somebody say it one time, this got money, and I believed it. Because at one point... I remember almost making like $65,000 a year. Having I was having $65,000 uh, a year of money coming in on like a monthly basis. I didn't work a job that was paying $65,000 a year, but through benefits and shits like that, I was bringing in enough money a month that I was on pace for $65,000 a year in L.A., and it still wasn't that bad. So I know 110 isn't that bad. I'll rent me a nice little apartment. I'll have me a nice little car or whatever. Gas won't be an issue, likely, and a meal is never going to be an issue. Whatever, you know. That's all I need. White women, you already have white men. Now, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I do know that... Your sex lives be on some wild shit. I, for one, appreciate it. So, like anyone else, would I put anything past the White Household? Not a goddamn thing. Hell nah. But I'm still going to say, is it really that bad? Nah, bitch, play your position. You next to the white man. You going to get everything. Just stay. Just stay. And you going to get it all. Play your position. 
Y'all out here exerting all this energy for what? What's the end goal? Vegans. What? All right, so I stop eating meat. What's the end goal? Well, we just gonna have animals just walking all around the world, just free. That's what it's going. That's what it's gonna be. Has it ever been like that? Has it ever been like that? And just because it hasn't, doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong. I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong. Matter of fact, I don't think you're wrong. I just know I'm not wrong either. So what's the end goal? When you're blocking traffic downtown on a fucking Friday at 3 o'clock, what's the end goal? What really is the end goal? What do you really think is going to happen? I'm going to tell you what the fuck is really going to happen. Them goddamn dinosaurs, they're going to die. They getting popped. On site. I'm out. Niggas got me. Y'all niggas out here wilding, man. This is the definition. And that's why I had to change the podcast name. Because of, of topics like this. On brand like a motherfucker. Y'all niggas out here wilding for respect. That's what white women out here doing. Wilding for respect. Get it. I hope you get it. Get it. Earn it. Deserve it. Whatever. You still wilding for it, though. Peace out, y'all.